Yes, good morning, good afternoon, brother. Thank you for being here. This is your private recording today, and we're talking about existential thoughts. Existential thoughts. So this, these are the types of thoughts where we question ourselves, we question our life, and today I'll be explaining how this is related to performance anxiety and erection problems. So if you find that you have these types of thoughts, you know, things like, what's the point of my existence? Is there really a purpose to life? Then today, this is really for you. Uh, what I will be sharing is the th are the three types of existential thoughts that we have. And also, why? Why do we have this? And why is it part of the journey with sexual performance anxiety and erection problems? And then we'll wrap up with what to do about it so that you can move away from the existential thoughts that can keep us in anxiety and stress. You know, the thoughts themselves can often be anxiety inducing and keep us in a bit of a loop. And so I'll be sharing with you what to do to be able to move past that and break out of the loop so that ultimately you can design and live the type of life that you really desire. Okay, so let's go straight into this. And first up, I'm going to share the three types of existential thoughts that I hear most often. Okay, there's more, there's more types than just three, but I'm just going to keep this specific to the guys that I've worked with or guys that I've spoken to and what I, seem, what I see to come up the most often. Before I do that, I'd just like to start with a story of a client that I work with who had built a majorly successful business, had a long-term marriage, kids, you know, externally had a life that many people would desire. And this may be things like, you know, materialistic things, uh, holidays, clothes, cars, this type of thing. And at the same time, Internally, they were questioning, what's the point of my existence? If I can't satisfy my partner, am I a good husband? Do I even know how to have a healthy relationship? And if I don't know these things, then what's the purpose of life anyway? And so the point of me telling this story is that anybody can face existential thoughts. doesn't matter what's going on on the outside or how things are perceived for our life to be on the outside. It's normal for us to face these types of thoughts when experiencing performance anxiety and erection challenges. I um, just want to draw the distinction as well that these are different to suicidal thoughts, I believe, from my experience so far. And so we're not so much talking about suicidal thoughts today, we're talking about existential thoughts. And um, just want to caveat that, you know, I feel like it's an important thing to add in that if any of this you feel has crossed over the line into suicidal thoughts at points, then I recommend if that's happening for you right now, just to look at on Google, where is the best local place to contact? 
you know, I know there's different suicide helplines in different countries. So just wanted to make that point. Okay, so let's go to the three types of existential thoughts that I see come up the most often. And the first is our own value. Our own value. So for example, what is the point of my existence? These types of thoughts where we're questioning ourselves. Am I good enough in this world? Do I have what it takes? Maybe I can't get this right in the, th in the way that I thought I could. These types of thoughts, right, that keep us in this... Um, uh, you know, when you are thinking about this, it's kind of, I'm like pulling this pondering phase, but it's just a loop, an endless loop, where we can't answer these questions, okay? There is no answer to the question of what is the point of my existence. And you'll see that with all of these existential questions, we can't actually answer them. But there's this high temptation to still ask ourselves the questions because they keep us in this doom state. And our body laps that shit up because we are optimized to scan for fear and what could go wrong. So naturally in our DNA, we get that for free. We could spend all the time in this scarcity mindset and our, our body would be totally fine with that until it starts to shut down. I have to be honest with that because that's ultimately what a scarcity mindset will lead to. But, uh, so this is about learning why that happens and then how do we change it. So that's the first type, our own value, existential thoughts on our own value in the world. The second type is about life itself. So things like, is there a purpose to life? Or what is the purpose of life? We all die anyway, so what's the point? What's really going on here? These types of questions, they are existential thoughts about life. Again, you will see they're questions that we can't answer. And then the third final type that I see come up most often is existential thoughts on society and particularly our role in society. So things like, am I worthy? Or why can't I be like these other people? Why am I not like them? Why don't I feel normal? Why am I not normal? Or if I can't please my partner, then am I a good man? These types of questions are existential thoughts that involve other people, right? other parts of society. So they are the three types of thoughts that I see come up the most often. And what I would like to say, first of all, is that this is normal. It's normal to have these types of thoughts, particularly when experiencing performance anxiety and erection problems. And why is it normal? Because we're not just dealing with psychological or physical manifestations of the problem. Okay, they contribute these these feelings and thoughts often lead us to questioning our role and worth and our place in the world. So do you see how, how that makes sense, right? We're not just dealing with what if I can't stay hard for sex? We're not just dealing with I think I might have an erection problem, right? It doesn't stop there. This is a significant impact that leads to well, it, it leads to significant questions about, okay, if I can't 
do this. If I can't stay hard, what does it mean? If I have erection problems, what does it mean? And that is what leads to the existential thoughts. So I'd like you to imagine it as a bridge, right? We have the experience, so this may be not being able to stay hard during sex or knowing that we have erection problems. And that then creates a bridge over to the other side of existential thoughts. Because if I have performance anxiety or if I have erection problems, then what's the point of my existence or is there a purpose to life? Now, I know that seems like quite a big leap from one side to the other, but this bridge is built step by step. And I'd like you to imagine each step as a thought that leads eventually to those bigger thoughts. So I hope that that drawing in the mind, that analogy makes sense of how we're on one side and we have the experience, the physical experience, first of all, or the psychological experience. And then over time, we start building step by step this bridge of thoughts, 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 questions over to the other side, which eventually leads us to these bigger existential thoughts on life. And also to go back to the point of our body and mind is totally happy for us to stay in that place because we're scanning for what could go wrong or what's wrong. We're in a we're keeping ourselves in a scarcity mindset, which our body laps, our mind laps up because it's part of our DNA. So we have to learn how to shift that consciously. Okay, so let's wrap that part up. Uh, so that is about why it happens and why it's normal for these types of things to happen. Okay, so you're not abnormal. There is nothing wrong when you're having these types of thoughts. It's about understanding why they happen. So let's shift gears now to exactly that, understanding three reasons why existential thoughts might happen. And the first is this intertwining of physical and emotional health. Right? We know that the mind and the body are totally connected. And so when we experience struggles with performance anxiety or erections, at 100% this shakes our self-image. And then what does that mean? When it knocks our self-image and our self-confidence, then this leads to deeper concerns, bigger concerns about our self-worth, which leads to bigger concerns about my purpose in life. If I'm not worthy, then what is my purpose? You just see how that goes hand in hand. So that's the first one, is that our body, our our physical body and our mind are totally connected and how when we experience a hit or a knock to our self-confidence or our self-worth in one area, it will lead to these bigger thoughts. That's the first. The second is that anxiety-induced thoughts, so you know, when experiencing sexual performance anxiety or having the thoughts of what if I can't get hard, what if I can't stay hard, what if I can't give pleasure to my partner, these types of things, when we speak about building that bridge, being in this scarcity state or this anxious state makes us become even more aware of our mortality and ultimately our, our vulnerability. Uh, you may find that you have thoughts about death and not talking again about not talking about suicide here, but thoughts of death come into your mind in the day. What if I got run over or what if I slipped and this happened or whatever it may be right so again i just want to normalize if that's happening 
this 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 does happen when we have existential thoughts that our mind just goes there and it's because we become more aware of our vulnerability and our mortality why do we become more aware of it because we're spending more time hanging out there we're spending more time focusing on that and asking ourselves these types of questions so ultimately when we spend we get whatever we focus on when we spend more time focusing on why things aren't working and our sexual performance and the challenges there and then bigger challenges of what does that mean for me in life and being a partner we can expect this to spill over into larger life anxieties okay so just a summary of that point when we experience these smaller anxieties day-to-day things and then it leads to sexual anxiety and then bigger anxiety it makes us more and more aware of our vulnerability and that ultimately will lead to larger life anxiety questions that we ask ourselves and the third reason why this happens is also a coping mechanism so these types of big questions can be a a helpful coping mechanism well I say helpful in the mind it makes sense for it to be a coping mechanism because it allows us to externalize our internal fears and thoughts right it's not because of how we are set up in society there's not that many spaces where we can go and talk about this right that's one of my aims is to create a safe space to be able to talk about erection challenges and performance anxiety there's not many places that we're able to do that and so a way of externalizing our internal fears and anxieties is by focusing on these larger existential questions like is there really a purpose to life or uh what's the point of my existence sometimes in our mind when we externalize we do this a lot as human beings and it's a to our mind it's helpful because we're i believe we're doing two things a we're shifting it from within ourselves to outside of ourselves so it seems like we don't have to look at it as much because it hurts to look at it's painful to look at so that's one part and then the other part is it just gives it a broader context what i mean by that is we always are looking for the meaning of something when when something happens or we experience something or we're told something we often default to what does it mean we do that in life as humans so why are we here on this planet what does it mean we ask ourselves these types of questions on a day to day and in a lifetime basis so by creating these bigger broader contexts we're trying to find a way for what we're experiencing to mean something in uh aligned with the broader something bigger so we have a piece of the puzzle and we're trying to find where can that piece of the puzzle fit into okay so bringing that section to a close just going to summarize those three areas and this is about understanding why existential thoughts happen and we're doing this so that ultimately you have more awareness about it so that you can move past existential thoughts so the summary of those three of why existential thoughts happen one is because we've taken a hit to our self-worth and our self-confidence two is because we spend more time focusing on these types of thoughts little and big it makes us more aware of our vulnerability so that's a normal 
reason for why it, we would have bigger existential thoughts. And then finally, it is a helpful, though secretly unhelpful, coping mechanism for us. So what do we do about it? And we're into the home straight now. This is the most important part, right? The Well, actually, the awareness is also a very important part. For us to be able to get to the point of doing something about it, we have to become aware of the thoughts that we have and why we have these types of thoughts. So first step is I would just like you to notice now over the coming days and weeks, if you have these types of thoughts that come up, what are they? And just bringing some more awareness to them. And now also with the context of this podcast, this recording today, having more awareness of, oh, okay, that makes sense. I remember Shay said that we do have these existential thoughts because of X, Y, and Z. So it starts to make more sense. Then what I would like you to do is join a free webinar that I'm putting on. And you will see this in the newsletter. It's your invite to join a free 20-minute webinar that is called Annihilate Anxiety. And in that 20 minutes, I will share with you the most powerful tool that I have picked up during my journey of this over the last two to three years. And I'll give you that tool so that you can do exactly that annihilate anxiety and be in control of your body and thoughts rather than feeling like they're in control of you. So I'll finish with that. If you'd like to join, then the the webinar then in the newsletter you will see a section that takes you straight to the page to be able to reserve your spot i'm just keeping this open for 10 guys so make sure that you get your place and i look forward to seeing you there thank you for being here today and the main point i would like you to take away from this is that existential thoughts are normal when we're experiencing performance anxiety and it is simply a um factor of us spending more time in this scarcity mindset of looking looking out for what could go wrong Uh, so it's a normal part of the experience and I also see this other part of you that wants to shift out of that to be able to have more control over the types of thoughts and ultimately to be able to stay hard during sex and I would love to share with you the tools to be able to do that so I look forward to seeing you on the Annihilate Anxiety webinar and have a great rest of the week.